Ah, people of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Baird Falong, and welcome to the first Monday of 2020. It's kind of crazy if you're listening to this five or ten years from now. It may seem like an artificial, or should I say an artifactual piece of content. You know, you're probably in a flying car somewhere listening to this and... I can't even begin to imagine what the medium will be to hear uh, conversations like this. Maybe I'm dead and my seed, my offspring, the fruit of my loins would have found a way to uh, convert this into the latest uh, streaming source. Or I really don't know. The point is, it is amazing to be at this juncture in my life, literally about four years away from my personally being on this earth for decades. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I-, I had to take a moment to think about. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm all right now. I didn't, I didn't breathe. <sighs> I didn't breathe even more. Jesus. I don't have my watch on. If I'd have had it on, you would have heard it beeping by now telling me to breathe. Just breathe, kid. Breathe. Oh, Lord. Well, today, and should I say, well, yeah, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, if you're listening to this when it's released. If not, the next three podcasts, this included, is going to feature a buddy of mine that I have been following from a distance and... That distance somewhat uh, shrunk, if you will. That that divide between us has begun to narrow itself. And we sat down after, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say this. After 10 years of knowing about each other, or should I say after 10 years of me knowing her, I don't necessarily remember when she and I, like, why am I closing my fingers or closing my fingers like you can see this i keep trying to tell you mr edb this is a podcast people listen to this they do not see this oh god jeez okay um as i'm trying to break the the nail that i have i don't i don't uh, uh okay just just leave it just leave it for a second mr edb and get back to the point before they call the med people for your add pills so i don't know when um all right can i put you down here for a second and you're going to hear something maybe yes you you heard that that was me clipping uh, a bad nail because it was bothering me and I could not let it go. So I just took time to clip the nail. If you will allow me the opportunity, hold on one second. I just got one more piece to clip and I didn't do the other two justice. So let me go ahead and say, uh, we present you to the earth by, oh, I cut you before I finish that statement. Anyway, the point is, I don't know when, as I was trying to say before I was so rudely distracted, when she recognized me. But I know, or I learned today when I apparently recognized her and uh, her co-worker, co-worker, co-worker. I made that word up. It's really, I wanted, she's, I wanted to say co-worker, but I realized that they were the bosses. So it was like they're, 
I, I don't really know what I'm saying there. But it was in 2010 when I first logged on to uh, Chris Bowden, who I'm gonna have to get on this podcast because I've, I've literally from a distance learned a lot from that kid. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have to talk sometime, me and him, he and I, something somewhere down the line. But the point is, 10 years ago, last decade, the beginning of last decade is when we met. And I know it was the beginning because it was freezing cold. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so whew, happy 10 year anniversary to me and all the lovely people from the geek group or former geek. I don't care. The point is we're having a conversation. We had a conversation is what I wanted to say. And this has been a long introduction. I haven't paid bills yet. So if you please allow me a moment to, to go ahead and pay the bills right quick, we'll, uh, we'll come and proceed with what we're going to do next in this podcast. If you, if you allow me just pay bills. people of the internet, I told you that, uh, well, if you're listening to these podcasts uh, regularly or you have been uh, this year, I've told you that I'm going to start walking throughout Norfolk and I've been doing that on the uh, on the podcast. Um, no, I've been doing that. On, well, I have been doing it on the podcast, but I've also been doing it in the vlog is what I wanted to say over at youtube.com forward slash Eric Barrett. Mm-hmm, you should check that out. But uh, in the podcast, what I've been doing is walking through and looking at the historical plaques that are uh, throughout the city. And today I have one that I looked at and I just want to throw that in there. We're going to try to get these in weekly if we can, if that's okay. And uh, yeah, I want to go ahead and throw that in there right here. If that's okay. Then afterwards, we're going to you know, move on to, we're getting to Liz, Miss Moose, but you know, just something for you to think about. If, if you're from Norfolk, it may be something that you either knew or didn't know. If you're not from Norfolk, then there's a little educational history lesson, if you will. Yes. Ah, my friends, in today's tour of Norfolk, I am in uh, Plum Point Park, and uh, I want to talk about the creation of Plum Point Park, or should I say the city of Norfolk slash Virginia Port Authority wants us to talk about the creation of Plum Point Park. Let's see. In 2002, the Virginia Port Authority embarked on a full renovation of 200 acres of Norfolk International Terminals. Wishing to be proactive in the construction of a mitigation site for this project, the Virginia Port Authority looked for opportunities within the city of Norfolk to reestablish wetlands, restore safe recreational navigation to part of the Elizabeth River, and provide a passive waterfront recreation area for residents and visitors to enjoy. With the help of the Elizabeth River Project, I know those people, Plum Point Park was identified as a site meeting these criterias. Believed to have been created from building demolition materials and debris spoils, excuse me, dredge spoils from the construction of the Midtown Tunnel, which is right over yonder. Uh, I know you don't, like, really? I, this is audio. How can we see that? I'm, I'm so sorry. I'll, maybe I'll... Uh, I'll have to take a picture and put it on the Instagram.com for us. That's Eric Sean Barrett. Okay, cool. Plum Point Park, or should I say Plum Point, lies near the mouth of what was once Terrence Creek. 
Terrence, where I used to live, off of Terrence and Keller. Anyway, throw through part through a partnership between the city of Norfolk and the Virginia Port Authority, a beautiful open space has been preserved for the use and enjoyment of future generations of citizens and visitors to Hampton Roads, HRVA, now known as 757. Yeah. The city of Norfolk and the Virginia Port Authority welcomes you to Plum Point Park. So here's where my thought process is right now. Um, if this podcast is working to the extent by which I intended it, especially since this is the first month of the new, not only year, but decade, then you're probably in the gym. And right about now, you just need something to get you right over that hump, something to really push you and grind you. Or maybe you're at the job and you're feeling some type of way. You just need a motivational period. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do for you before we get into Liz, Miss Moose, and we start thinking and processing and really going through and listening and, 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 and trying to learn something. Why don't we take a moment to just let everything go for just a second? Just just you know what? This is a great time to take a bathroom break. You can go to the bathroom and say, look, I need about three, three minutes and 20 seconds. OK, just get up. Go do that. Sit down, put your earplugs in your ears and just lose yourself. And then after that, you come back. We'll all come back and we'll listen to the interview with me and Liz. Miss Moose.
hit record at this point in time. Let me, my chair won't go down. And uh, I'm uh, talking to, I wanted to uh, kind of go back to, I want to say 2000, oh, what? Seven, eight, maybe? When, oh gosh, okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's when I started watching uh, videos on uh, YouTube. I want to say back to, so let me, let me just tell you what I remember and then you can fill in the timeline. I, um, I was watching, I started watching religiously when the last lab was just, I think you had just left Kalamazoo and you're in transition to the new lab. That would have been 2010. 10? Yep. Okay, so yeah, that's 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 where I started watching you on, on YouTube. And um, I would, uh, I was in transition I had just kind of gotten out of college, ran out of money. You know how that works. And um, I was literally in the basement watching you do four hour renovations to this old YMCA building. And for some reason, I was in love with it. Had no idea why I was in love with it, but I was in love with it. I wasn't in love with the science part of it. Because I don't like to consider myself a science nerd, nor an engineering nerd. Uh, but uh, the building stuff, the car stuff, I, I was all into it. And I watched as a fan for some time. And uh, then, uh, I don't know, somewhere along the line, we became Facebook friends. And we started to... Uh, chat on Facebook and then uh, we exchanged phone numbers and we started chatting on text and then we became Apple Watch comrades and we started watching each other working out and it's just kind of morphed into that so I think that is my introduction to, to you and I never really got a chance to tell you that I have admired you from a distance literally now for a decade. <laughs> it's amazing that it's been that long, isn't it? I, I, I am fascinated. I was thinking about it as I was writing to do this. I was like, how far back does that go? And it literally has been 10 years. Right when I started doing YouTube, you guys were starting your adventure and I have literally watched you build the monstrous amounts of things that you've built and it's just amazing to have uh, from a distance be a part of that journey and uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious uh, about uh, what brought you into this game or why, why what made you decide oh I'm just going to dedicate my life to the things that you did for the last decade, literally, well, well, that that had to be a hard. I mean, I didn't have to be. I was watching it. That was literally a monsters of a job, and you decided that was your career for ten years. It, it's fascinating to know about it, if you don't mind. Well, so for me, it was actually fifteen years. Um, I started 
I've been doing it for about five years before you found me. And I've always, I've never been a person, I think, who was just going to do like this nine to five track. That's just not who I am. And uh, that's never been who I am, and that's never who I'm going to be. And um, I have a strong science background. I am a definite super nerd. And um, while my science background that I have is not something that I directly used much um, because it's in astrophysics, um, I always have had... (laughs) I've always had the joy of helping people um, find their passion and interest and helping people just explore and figure stuff out and that was really the draw for me and I found that you know helping people get over that intimidation so you know astrophysics is a big scary topic and it sounds intimidating but when you you know you find that a real actual human being knows stuff about it you're like oh well maybe I can tackle this other big scary topic that I think I wanted to learn for some time and I that was my goal hmm so if I can uh, kind of deviate a little bit um I um forgive me my ignorance but um we've never had a chance to talk about this and so uh I now that we've established I've been watching you for 10 years um, and I've been literally in all the videos hearing you referred to as an animal. And I'm like, why did, why did, why do they call her? Um, why, why are you called moose? Yeah. You know, moose is just like my, my favorite animal. Um, I don't know. It's kind of quiet. We're strong and you don't, expect us to be as strong as we are until you see us do something and then we stomp things really hard um, I just that's always been the thing and at some point uh, when I was a teenager people started giving me this thing and uh, you know I think a lot of times people get given that thing and it throughout their entire life you know some people get like turtles or something and they get them for all of their life and for me that is the moose and uh, oh so like the fact that I got teddy bears all my life kind of uh, said something I mean don't ever call me <laughs> I don't want to be called Mr. Bear but you know I mean it's just you know yeah. um yeah I'm sorry I cut you off <laughs> No, just I'm not sure why that transition specifically from being like given this to also being called me, but it just did. And I think to a large degree, it's always been funny because I'll go somewhere and somebody will be like, "Oh, Ruth will come meet you there," and I'll show up and they'll be like, "You?" <laughs> yeah, because I'm sitting out. They're like, um, I think because so. So here's the thing. Um, I, I'm going to say this. I am a uh, Chris Bowden fanboy, and, I, and I'm not going to talk about him on this podcast because he's not here to defend himself. But 
I, I'm saying this in this context because I literally only watch the vlogs. I will subscribe to the regular channel, but I never watched them because truth be told, you could say, or someone else could say the sun is shining 30,000 miles above the earth. And it would literally sound like I was in science class and I needed a nap. But if Chris said it, he could say the same exact freaking thing. And I go, hell yeah, man, fuck the sun. You know, something like that. <laughs> and and it was it was that personality that drew me to this channel. And I learned a lot about science, not necessarily because I paid attention to what was said, just because he said it and the way he said it. And it was just funny as hell. And I enjoyed it. Now, why did I say all that? Because I didn't mean to talk about him because he's not here to defend himself. And we'll talk about him down the road or I'll talk to him down the road. But um, one day in the videos, he was like uh, something had happened. And I don't remember what it was. And it was the first time that I really met you or was introduced to you, should I say. And he yelled out, you know what? I'm sick of this. He said it just like, I'm sick of this shit. Get moose. And I was like, the hell? A goddamn orangutan is about to come in this building? What? <laughs> what? Because at this point in time, it's like, what the hell is a moose? I don't. And, and it was like for 25 minutes, he was like, where's moose? 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 Where's the moose? And I'm sitting there like, um, okay. I don't know how the hell that big ass animal is going to fit through that little hallway. But, um, and then... He's like, Moose! And he turns the camera to him like, well, damn. <laughs> Moose is a human. Okay. <laughs> All right. No problem. <laughs> Got it. So um, to uh, kind of get back on, on point, because I've, I've literally waited 10 years to have that conversation. So, you know, you're welcome. Um, I, I Like I said, I was watching from a distance. Um, I never got a, a chance to really be a part of it because uh, as you guys were struggling to do your thing, I was struggling to do mine. And it wasn't until at this point in time that I think we've all found our inner peace. So I'm kind of happy for all of us at this point. But um, wa watching you build a... Uh, a, a tech or a science or, or whatever thing that you were building. Um, I, I want to talk about one thing in particular because it's kind of the passion that I'm having right now. And that is okay. you built one of the last things you guys built was a vehicular science lab. Uh -huh. I am so fascinated by that because that is literally uh, the next phase of my project for this decade. Not that I'm going to build a lab as big as you guys did it, but um, to watch you guys build an opportunity for people to come in and learn about their cars and uh, to learn about how they could fix their own stuff and not be bullied by dealerships and car people was very fascinating. And again, that's just something else that I, I wanted to kind of just kudos to you publicly because we never got a chance to say that. And I'm sorry, I'm not texting all this stuff because it's just too much to text. So now that I have the moment, I'm just saying everything I wanted to say to you for 10 years. 
Well, I appreciate that. So, um, very quickly, because I'm not going to stay on it all day. Um, what is, um, when you were doing your, your project, I, I just want to talk about the kind of the mindset behind what you were doing. Like, what, what is it about building this space? What, what, what was I fascinated by? If you could kind of explain it in your words. I'm waiting. Okay, I'm glad you asked that because I'm sitting there like um, I didn't set the stage for what I was talking about here. Um, so I've been, I've been watching you and you built a, uh, a a science lab, literally. And you were teaching science. You were teaching all these different things. And I watched it. I watched all of your vlogs. You can go back and, and watch them. I'm sure they're still there. But I never really got to ask what was the... And I heard you say that you like helping people and pulling them out of these situations. But how did you feel that science and technology was the way to do it? Because science and technology is the core of the entire world. Um, so from from like this point forward, every child that goes, like every kindergartner that starts school and goes through school now, no matter what job they have, um, no matter what educational path they go through, whether they just graduate high school and stop there, or if they go through a PhD or any possible combination, literally every job they have as a possibility is going to require some kind of technology backbone to it. Um, like the, the classic example that I've heard all over the place for people is a garbage collector as, as some sort of, I don't know, pinnacle of a basic job, which is unfair because that's a very difficult job to actually do. But even a job such as that requires a whole lot of technology because there's robots on those trucks and you have to know how to operate them and you have to know how to work with them and how to fix them and they break in the middle of your route. And if you you know, are a mailman, you have to know how to work with the machines and that and how how to work with the different robotic systems involved in that. If you work at an airport, there's like six million different types of robots that you touch on any given day there. So every, every type of job, if you work in a hospital, every other thing in a hospital is a piece of technology. I mean, it's just everywhere we go, even if you work in a funeral home technology is every step of that part well so to ignore that aspect of the world would be doing a disservice to people and I found that a lot of people were extremely intimidated by that concept and for some reason felt that um maybe they weren't good enough for it and I'm not entirely sure why because everybody was good enough for it um you just have to sit down and be willing to learn whatever it is that's in front of you, but um, it's a it's not optional anymore. It might have been optional for our parents um, when they were our age, but it that is not the case for anybody any longer. Hmm. So, so was that kind of the the mission? Because I, I again, you're talking to a kid who, well, I guess I was a kid back then, who was watching you. But I don't necessarily think I fully understood what I was watching. So 
And maybe that's because I wasn't really paying attention to the, the science videos. Because like I said, if Chris wasn't in them, I, I went to sleep. I'm, I'm sorry to say. But um, is that kind of what the mission statement was your whole mission back then? Because you've been doing this for like 15 years was to make sure that we were prepared for the future. Is that basically a fair assessment? That is a fair assessment, yeah. Mm, okay. And that was certainly the goal. And at different points throughout the 15 years, I think we did different measures of success in achieving it. And it was definitely a different, difficult thing to articulate and quantify, especially in the beginning. Um, because we we were kind of a few had a few years ahead of the curve on it, which sounds like a really awesome place to be, but it just makes it sound like a weirdo to everybody else in the room. I'm like, what are you doing over there, kid? You, and you know, yeah, it, and, it's kind of fascinating because um, now, I mean, when you guys started, it was like taboo. Now everybody's doing this stuff, <laughs> and. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, a a project that was ahead of its time. Absolutely. Especially for the YouTube world, because back then YouTube was nobody was trying to learn anything on YouTube. Everybody was watching, you know, cat videos and, you know, dudes in drag. Hi, Shane Dawson. How are you? And um, it, it, it was a a wild wild west mentality and then here you are over the corner talking about electroids and uh teslas and i will say that one thing cool was when you literally had uh i can't i think it was called thumper or something you literally had that singing yep. christmas music that that was the only thing cool that and, and even then it was like the the final result was fun but the process made absolutely no sense. And yeah, so I, I think that it was ahead of his time. And I think that now going back to talking about somewhat the guy that can't defend himself, what he's what he's doing now is kind of jumping into the game and, and it's kind of becoming a thing because now everybody's doing it and it's okay. And it's, it's it literally kind of speaks to me because a lot of what I was doing back then made no sense because again, it was ahead of his time. Now everybody wants to do it. So kudos to you for for at least setting the bar in some cases because literally if when the when the youtube history books are written they're going to go back and they're going to know that you guys started first i'm just saying well, thank you um So this is part one, as I said. If you're listening to this when it's released, then that means part two is going to be Tuesday and Wednesday, tomorrow and the next day, i.e. Wednesday. So what I'm going to ask of you, because you don't have to do anything, but I would like for you to do this, because I'm sure there's going to be some new people who are going to be joining in just because of who we're talking to. Miss Liz Moose, go ahead and hit the follow button. Or subscribe, whatever your uh, podcast streaming service requires, so you can hear the next two episodes. And if you decide after that that you no longer want to be around, that's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, it is what it is. You came, you heard, and now you're going. It's totally okay. But tomorrow and and, and Wednesday, yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday is what I wanted to say. 
It's going to be a great day for you. For those of you who came to hear Liz, it's going to be a great day. For those of you who just came because you find this podcast interesting, then that's also great. Go ahead and subscribe for the rest of the week, months, and years that we're going to be together. Also, if you uh, got some extra time on your hands, you know, I know you're busy people, but um, over on the Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett, I'm there. Twitter.com forward slash Eric D. Barrett. Facebook.com forward slash Eric D. Barrett, which is the same as Twitter. And then I do the daily vlog on YouTube.com forward slash Eric Barrett. So somewhere on the internet, go ahead and uh, find me. Let's get to know each other. Let's talk. Email me, EricDeshaunBarrett at gmail.com. I know you're here. I see the numbers skyrocketing through the roof. They're going through the roof. Big numbers, big numbers. But yet I don't hear from you. So I would love to chat with you a little bit. And I see the comments on YouTube. So I know you're, you're doing that. That's great. But, uh, you know, if you want to tell me more, give me your thoughts on what we're talking about or, or invest more into this. I'd love to engage with you. That would be completely awesome sauce. So until tomorrow, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters!